Good evening and welcome to the TXR podcast, your favorite place for gaming talk, rumors, and just general gaming banter. I'm your host, Invader, and I'm really looking forward to tonight's topics. We've got a great show lined up for you, so grab a cold one, kick back, and relax. Heck, I've got a cold one right beside me right now. And yeah, it's going to be good. For tonight, we have a special guest uh, from the awesome Four Guys with Quarters podcast. Please welcome Italian Clowns. How are you doing tonight, bud? Hey, what's up, everyone? Thanks for having me. All right. Hey, it's a pleasure, Clowns. You know, you're a... You're a really good smiling face in the community, very positive and uh, passionate, and we're glad to have you on here. Uh, next, we're on, we're going to go to the panel members, and oh, look who just came in, Megatron, how are you doing, bud? I'm doing well. I <laughs> apologize. <laughs> um, hello, everyone. Are we live? Yeah. We, yeah, we are just... live, my brother. Live. We just started. We just started. Yep. Well, glad to have you here, bud. Uh, let's see. Southie, Mr. Southbound, what's going on, bro? South Bizzle, the, the motherfucking man. You already know what it is. What it do, do. Nah, man. Uh, you know what? Beautiful Sunday evening. You know, here talking games with my, my, my folks, my family. You know, it's just uh, it's a beautiful thing, man. And I'm very happy to be here. So, uh yeah, let's let's talk some games. Of course, of course. But finally, we have Mr. Tim Dog. Are you uh, ready for a good time tonight, bud? Yeah, I'm here. I'm ready to go. Ready to talk about all these rumors and all the stuff that we've heard over the week. And uh, breathe into the uh, microphone loudly. <laughs> yeah. All right, you heard it from the dog's mouth right there. So, without further ado, let's move on to the first topic of the evening. And a few days ago, a Spanish Xbox site leaked what appears to be Xbox's E3 conference. Normally, look, I'm skeptical of these things because usually around this time of the year, that's what happens. There's supposed leaks and so on. But there's been some verified account stuff on Reset Era, and it seems to verify some of this, but hold everything with a grain of salt. But according to this list, we'll be getting the following. Just to sum it up, it starts with Master Chief Collection for PC, and then we get Halo Infinite gameplay and a release date. Gears 5 will get shown off, as well as Gears Tactics. There'll be Battletoads and Ori and the Will of the Wisps. It'll get a new trailer, as well as new Sea of Thieves expansion showing off. Apparently, Studio Piranha Bytes will have a game showing off on there as well. Dino Crisis. Yes, apparently Dino Crisis will get premiered, that old game. And supposedly a new Splinter Cell game will be premiered. And not only that, we will get a teaser for Playground Games' next game. Supposedly it's Fable, Ninja Theory's Bleeding Edge, and a teaser for Rare's next-gen IP. Now, guys, since I've summed up most of that, how do you feel about this list? Does it seem realistic? Does there is there anything here to get hyped for, or is it you know, just you know? What? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off. You know, uh, like we talked, you know, pre-show, uh, like Timmy said, Splinter Cell's been rumored for the last what two three years now. So I mean, that's <laughs> everybody's just waiting for that with bated breath. So yeah, everyone's hoping for that one. Me personally, I don't see them 
I honestly don't see that being anything less than a launch title for the next console generation. Um, now, of course, I'd love to see it because I love Splinter Cell. Sam Fisher is one of one of the best, you know, gaming icons. Period, in my opinion. Um, as for the rest, like the Dino Crisis, I I'm not really familiar with that IP, so I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. And a lot of the other things is is kind of basic guessing. I, it's not nothing really surprising. A lot of people have already been talking about this for a while, several months. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. Some of it's kind of far fetched. Some of it is probably spot on, but um, it's just it's kind of of a mismatch. You know, maybe it's true, maybe it's not. I'd say it's a good fifty fifty percent. You know, but that's just that's my own opinion. I don't know. I, I'm a lot of it really doesn't get my my hype level that much. You know, going so we'll see. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, a lot of it does seem reasonable, especially when you follow. Uh, a lot of the rumor mail when it comes to gaming. And I'll be honest, like I said in the chat before, Capcom a couple of months ago did suggest that we be seeing a rebooted franchise not too long ago. I mean, a Dino Crisis fits that bill. A lot of old Capcom fans have wanted that game to be brought back. Uh, Clowns, how do you feel about this list? Uh, would you be looking forward to anything on there, or do you think it's kind of BS? Well, I mean, I could see Dino Crisis coming back because that is a huge fan request. The only thing I'm surprised about, though, is that it would be a Microsoft thing. And maybe that's because Xbox will be at E3 and Sony won't. I mm -hmm. would I would have thought that maybe Sony would have picked that one up. Um, the Splinter Cell game, I mean, that's been rumored for a while, like Sal said, last two, three years. So we kind of expect it now by next gen. The Fable game I'm really excited about by Playground Games. And I do think... Um, that will be at E3 this year. Yeah, but mm -hmm. see, but that, that whole Fable thing, we don't know if Playground's really doing it. I, you know, that was just speculation. Um, if, if I were to guess and just put on my conspiracy hat, I would say that Rare has something to do with it, not so much Playground. Now, that would be nice. That's I, what I, I had theorized uh, to a while back, but uh, yeah, go on. No, I would be excited about that. Even if Rare did it, it wouldn't matter if it Playground or Rare. I think they're both excellent studios. So Fable would get me really hyped. And of course, Project X Cloud. I'm really excited about the service. Uh, as Tim Dog knows, like we've been talking in DMs about 5G and stream and stuff. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I'm not really too jazzed and excited about the X Cloud thing because. Like, you know, I was talking to other people and I'm I'm kind of blind, you know, I don't have the best vision to be playing on a phone or something like that. So to me, I don't think I'd have that good of a time on it, but it would be nice to have that option if I really needed to or wanted it. So I sure would appreciate it with my work schedule. I am super pumped for xCloud um, and I hope it works smooth. And man, I'm just, <laughs> there's something I need right now with my work schedule. Yeah. Well, you know, it's nice to have, you know, uh, uh, basically a pocket Xbox Live, you know, like the, the other day, remember Megatron, we're in party and, then, you know, I'm, I'm in the car driving and, you know, we're in a party chat, you know, to yeah. me that that's amazing. I, that that is next gen for me to be able to, you know, get in a party chat while you're on basically on your phone and you know driving down the road or whatever and you're not you don't feel like you're missing out remember it used to be like oh hold on I'll, I'll as soon as i get home i'll, I'll jump on party yeah, yeah, this and yeah. that. now <laughs> you don't even need to wait for that you just get a party from your phone you know mm -hmm. no no more excuses 
Absolutely. But, you know, a lot of this does seem to make sense. Like, there's no release dates yet for, like, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. That was showing off, what, a year ago? Maybe a little more. Battletoads, we have not heard from at all. So, I mean, it would make sense that you'd have some trailers there. Um, We've heard rumblings of a new Splinter Cell for the longest time. Now, whether that's just fan desires or there really is a game coming, I who knows. But it would make sense for something like Dino Crisis to get premiered. I mean, if it is a legit thing, Capcom had nobody expected Devil May Cry 5 to be at Microsoft Microsoft's conference last year. And it appeared and it blew everybody away. So, you know, maybe there's some traction there. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff to get excited for about this list, in my opinion, although it is, I mean, anybody who has an idea of what's going on in the gaming industry could come up with this list in reality, right? There's no real surprises. No. Other than Dino Crisis, which, again, like just you, uh, others people said, I'm not really familiar with the series, so I don't, everything just sounds like a bunch of uh, logical guesses. I mean, it doesn't really feel like anything is a surprise at all. Yeah, it doesn't feel like any kind of like, you know, inside information. It just, you know, like you said, a couple lucky guesses and, you know, and easy guesses. Nothing, you know, far-fetched where you're like, wow, is that, you really think that's coming? You know, oh, man, to really get a conversation going. It's just kind of like, mm-hmm. eh, okay, we know Ori's coming, you know. Battletoads is pretty much a good guess that that's coming, you know, because Battletoads, what, when, when did they put that graphic out what two years ago yeah, last year they announced yeah it. yeah so you know we we know it's coming at a certain point so you know other than that i i don't see what the no, mm-hmm. nothing to really get the you know the conversation going like i said uh you know i, I want i want some i want some meat and potatoes you know now like for example uh, like i kind of theorized too that we'd see something from rare <laughs> like they've doubled their studio size in the last year or so triples almost triples yeah we we know we know they're working on something so whether whether we see it right now they were at 100 when we did txr interview with them uh at the launch of e3 Mm -hmm. i mean at the launch of 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 sat they had 100 they had 100 employees and then they had a bunch of contractors now there are about 250 employees since the launch of uh, and they're still hiring, so you're talking about almost triple the size. And they're definitely working on a, uh, you know, a, a new IP, or they're definitely working on a new game. Uh, I don't know if it's a new IP or what it is. It could be banjo, it could be anything. So my take on these leaks is, is that it's somebody like one of us. It's like a smart guy that keeps up with it and just really made educated guesses. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I don't. I don't really think that uh, their show is a little uh, completely uh, locked down. I, I know no. that uh, a couple things I know is is that they are really pushing for a big E3 this year. Um, Phil was just uh, traveling, uh, I believe. Uh, I think he talked about traveling to. Uh, Japan. He was in Asia. Yeah, he right. was in Korea, then Japan. I don't know. Right. He, I think and, he went somewhere else as well. Right. Yeah, he's doing some some. Uh, you know, he's been really busy. You know what I mean. So uh, he's working hard, and uh, they're they're going to look to really blow the doors off this E three. So um, things such as you know studio signings. You know, there's now rumors of three studio signings. Mm-hmm. That stuff can be finalized. Oh, two weeks before E3, 
So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, Megatron is just chomping at the bit. You, hey, Megatron, go go ahead, speak on saying, it, brother, because you, because hey, you, you never know. Time, you never know. You, That's all I'm saying. I just can't, when there's, you know, I just, hey, it's just wishful thinking. And uh, no, you know what? I mean, it would it it would be amazing for Bungie to come back home, basically. You know, because I mean, Xbox still or Microsoft still owns, you know, a, a stake in the company. So it would be nice if they did come back but i just i it just seems like they they were under the thumb of activision for so long you know for several years i i just can't see them but then money talks yes sir you know and well, I, you know I, I mean, one of the one of the rumors is that that uh listen in my opinion if they get one one studio they announce one studio i think that's a win one of the big rumors right now is IO Interactive. There's a rumor of a letter of intent that was signed by them. Um, so stuff like that, like like I said, the, the, you know, it, it's materializing right now, or it could be. Uh, like with Obsidian, the rumor was, or f- from pretty good sources, that they locked that down the day before XO18. So they were in talks, but they couldn't announce it before, uh, you know, until they obviously had the complete go ahead and get the deal uh, locked down, they did that the day before XO eighteen. So that wasn't even slated for the show, and you know everyone was like, "Oh, XO eighteen sucked. It didn't have it had Obsidian and it had things." But we already knew that. The only reason why we knew that was because <laughs> of the leaks. If we went into that XO thinking we didn't have, they weren't going to anything about studios, and we, we heard they got Obsidian, we'd be blown away. But unfortunately, it was leaked, and you know, um, and everyone was saying the show sucked when it really didn't. When you get these studios signed, uh, it's a big deal. So, um, you know, for the E3 predictions, I, I do think that you have some studios possibly there's gonna be a studio segment, there's gonna be an X Cloud segment, there's gonna be, um, they, they're gonna show off, I believe. Obviously, uh, Ninja Theory seems ready. Uh, I, I, you know. Uh, rare, they they could definitely show a game. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you know, Sony who has no E3 this year basically could have had an E3 if they just held off and didn't announce Death Stranding and The Last of Us too, because they announced that in 2016. So I mean, Xbox really has a lot of leeway to do. They could really stretch things, you know. I mean, obviously Phil says he doesn't want to do that type of stuff. He doesn't want to avoid the crackdowns or the scale scale bounds, which is. Sound logic, but you know, it worked for Sony in 2016, and I just feel that this 2019 E3 is critical for them because Sony basically took a cheapo route out and they, they, they have the floor to themselves. And, and, and when you have that type of uh, you know, that type of opportunity, you got to make the most of it. Absolutely. I mean, when I look at this list, I think it's a lot of it seems logical, like again, anybody with knowledge as the panel was saying could put this list together the only one that really kind of surprises me was they mention piranha bites uh, that studio they've done games like elix uh, gothic just name a few like rpgs and not a huge developer but it i just be wondering what they'd be showing off so that kind of threw me off entirely but really, it's it's a realistic list, and as much as I don't want them to have a repeat of Scalebound or Crackdown and so on, Phantom Dust, 
I do feel like we need to see some kind of excitement, whether it be Fable, like a teaser for something. Just give us something. You know, we've been waiting for a while now. Show us the fruit of some of the new studios you bought and so on. Just show us something, right? The fruits of the labor. Give, it, give us a morsel, baby. Come on. Show us the goods. <laughs> yeah, we're dying here. Well, not really, but... You know, it's been pretty good. But uh, any other yeah, thoughts? You know, on what? you know, real quick, shout out to everybody watching this, man. We we know that Game of Thrones is on, and and uh, that's like a cultural phenomenon. So so we, it, listen, we appreciate you guys rocking with us, and you know, and uh, it means a lot. We love you confession. Guys. I still have yet to watch Game of Thrones. It's not even the first episode, but uh, wow, <laughs> confession. I've watched half of the first episode, and I don't know. I'm just not. I don't know. I just don't yeah, really but, but, but you guys do know realize that it's like a cultural phenomenon. Like people are nuts over Game of Thrones, and and I'm one of them. I I can't wait to watch this episode. You know, it's been two years in the making. So, oh. I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. If uh, if I wasn't on the panel, I'd be watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll make sure to skim through this just for you. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> this 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 is my team, ride or die, baby. All right, but before we move on to anything else, do you, any of you guys have anything to add to this? No, sir. I think there'll be more. I just uh, this is just the start of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the time of year we haven't even announced anything for E3 yet. It's the same thing every year: rumors, rumors, rumors. And uh, hey, who knows what you're gonna get until uh, that day happens where uh, everyone's on stage. So. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well said, guys. Well, moving on to our next topic, then. Uh, Respawn's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was finally revealed during a Star Wars celebration in Chicago yesterday. It's a single-player story game with no multiplayer or no transactions, which is very surprising for an EA game. And it comes out on Xbox One, PS4, and PC this November. And we got a look at well, a few things. The protagonist, uh, Cal is his name. It's set after episode three, Revenge of the Sith. And it showed off the new menacing perch troopers, to say the least. Now, panel, have you watched this trailer? And if so, what are your impressions on it? Trailer looks awesome. I'm hyped for it. Um, we've been waiting for a Star Wars game like this. I'm pretty sure everyone has for a while. You know, hopefully it's got, you know, uh, Give me about 40 hours of good, you know, gameplay and story. And uh, yeah, man, let's fingers crossed and uh, hmm. see what EA, um, you know, does with this. Now, the only thing I would say, like, to me, it looks impressive. I really liked what I saw, but it was only a CGI trailer from the looks of it, right? They just showed off a cutscene. So, I mean, it looks really impressive. It got me interested, but. You know, we, we didn't really see any gameplay from the looks of it. I mean, we'll find out. But the key thing here, though, is it's not using Frostbite Engine. It seems to be using Unreal. So, I and mean... That's crazy, being an EA game and they're not using Frostbite. Oh, man. That's, <laughs> yeah, that, that's almost like sacrilege for an EA company. But you know what? It it I didn't see the the trailer, so I have to I have to you know take a minute and and uh, and check it out. Um, I'm I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan in the world, but I'm pretty pretty much a fan, you know. And so I don't know a lot of the lore, like like my boy Worry Wart. That dude is like <laughs> the Star Wars, like genius. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, I you know, 
listen, I I like Star Wars, and I just you know the the whole microtransaction thing. It's it's like a snake bite. They've been bitten enough that you know they're just they're just gonna have to sell the name on you know sell the game based on the Star Wars name. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks good. We don't really know. There was some stuff leaked about the mechanics. Supposedly, uh, I wouldn't say it's going to be hack and slash, but it's going to be favoring a lot of close combat elements from the looks of it. Obviously, you know, with the lightsaber that he has and probably some force powers. Um, but well, do you think it's going to be a lot like Force Unleashed? Because I, I enjoyed those games. Well, the first one especially, but yeah, it's hard Star to Killer. Say. Gangster, when he brought down the uh, the uh, the what's it called? The what, what ship was that? Oh, wasn't that like a star destroyer? Star destroyer, yeah. When he brought that down, that was one of like gaming's for me. That was one of the most epic gaming moments in in all of gaming for me. That shit was dope. Hmm. No, exactly. Not play that. That's on. That's backwards compatible. Isn't it? It's backwards compatible. And I'm pretty sure it's in the vault. Yeah, the vault. Oh, yeah, and they gave away those games, too, with Games with Gold, if I'm not mistaken, the first one and the second one. I'm pretty sure I have them. They did, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Clowns, did you get a chance to uh, look at the uh, Jedi Fallen Order trailer? I did. I skimmed through a lot of it, but it looked like a lot of cinematic stuff to mm-hmm. me so far. Um, I didn't really see you know, anything that we can pinpoint as actual gameplay. But again, you know, Respawn makes great stuff, and I have no doubt that it's going to be great. It's just, as long as EA doesn't ruin it. That's what I'm worried Ain't about. Isn't that sad? Where now these days, <laughs> it's like, I hope EA don't just, you know, take a nosedive on this one. You know, we, we all know Respawn is a quality studio, and they make great games. But, you know, word of mouth and, and PR is everything these days. Well, I, Respawn definitely has the pedigree, you know, like you said, like they're highly touted. Well, you know, Timefall, both games were amazing. And it and it took Absolutely. Apex Predators to actually give them the credit they deserved all these years. Mm-hmm. And that was using the Source engine, too. Uh, like Shizno was saying in the chat, I mean, they, I mean, they're the only studio, the internal internal studio from the looks of it, that uh don't use frostbite for whatever reason but you know they've done some impressive stuff they surprised everybody with apex legends i've always been a huge titanfall fan um i spent i stand by their work uh, a lot of the studio has a history going back to uh the modern warfare days and i got to admit uh just judging from this first trailer it has me excited that and the fact that apparently there's going to be no microtransactions, which is very odd considering EA has a thing for one who ex- wanting to extend the life of their games. Yeah, well, you know, another aspect too is you know, Respawn they're known for making shooters, so how is it going to be a little bit of transition for them to not be in a, a, a shooter game? You know, having the like you said, close quarters fighting, sword play, it's a little different, you know, new shoes for them. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a scenario. What if they release the game with no tran- microtransactions, but uh, a couple of months afterwards introduce some kind of like a bait and switch kind of thing? Would you be upset? Uh, I don't think they're going to do that, to be honest. I think that, well, I think um, in the case of EA and, and the nerves with them kind of stepping on, you know, um, Respawn, I, I think Respawn's one studio that 
has a little bit of pushback on EA and they have a little bit of a leverage over them. Uh, I think that they, the reason why they've gotten this no microtransaction single player is simply because they probably said that's what we're doing. And yeah, and don't, EA, don't forget that, that, you know, the shit show that was Battlefront 2 that, you know, they got clobbered over microtransactions. They did the right thing with this, though. It's it's looking good. I think um, the only thing left is, is uh, I, you know, I, you know, we're talking about E3. I think Xbox probably it, it's probably going to be um, could be on Xbox floor and be marketed by Xbox, and that'd be a huge get for them, especially and if it's it, coming out this year. Hey, my, Microsoft or Xbox and Star Wars is a beautiful, you know, partnership. Yeah, they really they kind of need it, and you know, um, I'm hopeful that that that. That's one of the things that they can get locked down. Uh, but, yeah, I think Respawn here uh, kind of showed uh, EA, you know, or, you know, they have a lot. Put it this way. They have a lot of leverage. You know, they're, they're the developer that just had Apex, who's making a ton of money, which, you know, is, is, it has microtransactions and is everything that EA wants. But, now, well, but yeah, but that's a free-to-play game as right, well. So they have to make their yeah, they have to right. make their money somehow. So no, yeah, you know what? But they, they, now, definitely... they have a game. They have a game though that what everyone wanted. This is exactly what everyone wanted: a single player, no microtransaction game that's going to be a Destiny clone or something that's just going to you know they want they want a story and and it looks like Respawn has heard the the the, the people and uh, I expect this game to be huge. Absolutely. I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, I'm iffy on EA games these days. I'll be honest, especially with prior trends. Uh, a lot of people feel burned. You know, mm-hmm. I was never upset about the transactions of Battlefront 2, though. Like, it never bothered me. I still thought it was a great well, game and I had fun playing it. Michael transactions, it's, it's up to the individual. You If you choose... To you know, use them or pay for them or whatever. It, it, I mean, it's 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 up to the individual. So I, me personally, it didn't bother me because I never really used them. So you know, I don't know. I, and then it gets to be just people just nitpicking stuff as well. Yeah, but you know what? It, 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 I think the microtransaction and their their models, EA in particular, has kind of had a. a a negative effect and i think i honestly think that the 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 industry is kind of going away from that type of model or that that type of model is not as uh you know opportunistic as it used to be it, it's the type of model where you know you're risking you're risking yourself like if you have star wars and you will have a game like that you want to have the single player you you don't want to have microtransactions for this and that, and, and you know, baiting the game for to to make you buy things. You want just the story. You want a big Star Wars thing. And and like I said, I think that 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 the way it's going, um, I think Respawn gets that, and I, that's why I think this game is going to be huge. And, and um, I think just the microtransaction model right now is is kind of like uh, kind of falling out of favor. Um, with de- developers or they can see how much damage it could do. I mean, you look at some of these games and they got ruined because of it. You know what I mean? So yeah, it, it's definitely toxic, you know, and, mm-hmm. and people, as, as soon as that negativity hits, you know, it's just, it kills it for everything. Mm-hmm. And, but like I said, you know, star Wars is a big enough brand and has such a following that it should sell the game by itself. You don't need the microtransactions. You know, mm-hmm. now granted, hey, listen, I have no problem with the with the 
a studio wanting to make it a little bit extra cash and, you know, just get the most bang for their buck. You know, they work hard. You know, you hear about all these crunch times and, and deadlines and working, you know, 20 hour days. And I mean, God bless them. I, I, I don't know how they do it, you know, but it, it but then the, the bad side too is you hear about the stress leave and, you know, having uh therapists on hand at the studio and, and, you know, it just, that right there, that kind of is heartbreaking because a game that you really like, you don't want to be tainted by saying, you know what, this, this game drove somebody crazy to make. Yeah. Well, it, it is really heartbreaking when you hear that kind of stuff, and uh, it seems to be an industry standard, well, at least from the large studios nowadays, just to get a game done. It's annoying. It's not exactly the greatest practice in the world. You know, they're just pushing for profits, getting a game out. Can't say I blame them, but at the same time, it sounds kind of sleazy, especially when reporters, you know, they dig in the journalists, and then you yeah. get, well... The Bioware stuff. It just yeah, doesn't. Well, yeah, very the good. whole Bioware thing that was just heartbreaking, you know. And then to hear, you know, Casey have to say, "Man, I guess you know he had to fall on his, his sword a little bit." And you know, you don't want to hear stuff like that. You know, you don't. I mean, listen, we all know the world ain't perfect, and there's always going to be, you know, some some shady stuff going on. But mm -hmm. you, you definitely don't want to hear nobody's mental health suffering on account of a job. Well, I mean, I, I think I honestly think the gamers today are, are, are a little bit too toxic towards developers. Um, I think that that we definitely uh, will speak up against things and stuff like that, and that's good and all. But I, I think that you know it, it goes overboard. Um, and you look at like look at certain games and how they got destroyed. Um, a lot of them had microtransactions. Like you look at um, it wasn't Battlefront Two. Uh, killed with oh, it sure was. It was, and it, it, and yeah. it was, yeah, exactly. What were all the games that 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 really got hit? Even Forza 7 got hit with microtransactions, mm -hmm. and it was. And the sad thing was is that it never was implemented. Shadow but, of War, know, Shadow of War 2. Oh, Be yeah, a Thieves yeah. was supposed to have microtransactions, right? And uh, yeah, but they never... switched course, they switched course, but they got hurt with a lack of content. But they actually did very well. Sea of Thieves actually did. Did well, but I'm talking about microtransactions, like where it, it, the the reputation hurt the game. Like Battlefront Two, I think was one. Like they expected Battlefront Two to be like huge and compete with, you know, Call of Duty. Battlefront One actually did very good, and it didn't do what it was supposed to do. Um, and a lot, like even Forza Seven. I know there's been there's been other games too that like this microtransaction thing. If you get stuck with that, or you get that stigma. That you know you're you're a game that's you know just trying to take people's money other uh, on top of the sixty dollars. It's toxic to your game, and um and 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 you could see the way the people the gamers act, and they really are hardcore, man. I mean, it's it's a tough crowd. So I, I feel sometimes bad for the developers because sometimes mm -hmm. they have you know the publisher wants you know EA is a perfect example. They want you know they want to make quick money and. You know, it's they're not going to hear. Oh well, you know what's best for the game. They say we want what's best for the for for, for the shareholders. Bottom line, baby. The yeah. Bottom line. We as want that as money. Was, as long and as they're getting the middle though. Go as on, long as it, it never just like went past like like a cosmetic thing. Michael Trapp. But know, that's the even that. thing. Even when it's cosmetic and it really doesn't affect the game, 
sometimes mm-hmm. the game gets destroyed. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. just, it's just sometimes it doesn't even, it's just the word of mouth that gets out on certain, certain things could really affect your game. And, and when, when you get that reputation or you get tagged as, you know, uh, you know, trying to, trying to, you know, scam people out of money, you're in trouble for a game with, with these AAAs, mm-hmm. especially with the budgets that go on and everything. You need to hit the bottom line. Remember uh, the game Evolve, anyone? That game oh, yeah. got killed, oh. hammered by microtransactions. You know, uh, a cooperative game. Uh, it had a season pass for like, you know, 60, 70 bucks. But then on top of that, it had about $130 or even more worth of uh, microtransactions on top of that. And it's like, well, why wouldn't that stuff be included in a season pass, for example? It's like, and then he got the full price game on top of that. It's like, you know, uh, what's going on here, guys? That's when consumers are really asking those questions. And people have to be wary of certain practices. Very true. Very true. So it's it, 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 sometimes it would, the, the developers have taken liberty and, and have made outrageous, you know, uh, you know, things with their games where, you know, you're like, what the heck? I mean, I, I, remember I played this game, NBA Playground 2. And there wasn't really much to talk about because it it's not a huge game. But, I mean, that game, you're basically playing a cell phone game for $60. And then everything that you want, you have to grind an immense amount of time to to get players that you want. I, I could not believe how greedy uh, that, that, that game came off to me as, like, it's basically a cell phone game. And, and I get it. Gamers don't want that. You know, you look at the cell phone model, and it's basically you get a game. And some of it's free, or you know, you buy, it, and then the rest of it's microtransaction, or you have to grind. You know, the thing is, is like if they made the grinding, uh, you know, somewhat doable, it'd be kind of fair. But they make it like ridiculous. Like you, you got to play three hundred and sixty-five games a year, and you don't even come close to like twenty dollars worth of content, microtransaction content. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, obviously gamers. St- stand up to this stuff and it's and it's right but i sometimes do feel like the developers are also caught you know in between and and it's just not a good it's it's just not a good uh a a good time when it when when you know you see guys like casey and and you know him yeah good good people good people you know i mean listen i know it's it's hard to be a boss ahead of a studio and you know you got to crack the whip and all that but man, it's just really, really disheartening to see somebody like that to have to put out a statement like, "Hey, um, we're getting killed," you know, by Kotaku, man. And you know, we all know what's going on. But th- you know, me, I failed so far. You know, it's like it, it's it's a morale thing, and it, you know, mm-hmm. it starts at the top. You know, you you want to hear a cheerleader. You don't want to hear someone say, "Well, you know, it's kind of let's pick up the pieces and just keep on going." You know. It, mm-hmm. it, it, well, it we're cheering for the developers. That's the oh, thing. It's just the definitely. management that needs to get their uh, stuff stored out from the well, sounds it, of it. it. Well, it just seemed like from the stories is they it was a a ship that just didn't have no steering wheel. You know, they were just adrift. Hmm. Well, uh, guys, before we move on, any other thoughts on that? Are you guys excited for Star Wars uh, Jedi uh, Fallen Order? Oh, yes. yeah. We, we, yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah. Unanimously, I think we all are. All right, all right. Good stuff. Good. Yeah, no, Just I... Just hope it comes out this year. I, I'm really surprised that they announced it in the, 
and it's coming out this year because I remember last year there was some talk about EA canceling a project, mm-hmm. um, and I was really down on it. I didn't think we'd see a single player, f- you know, Star Wars because I we just I I mean I think we, we all assumed that Respawn was going to make a like a like like a Titanfall type of Star Wars and really good that that this is going to be a single player. Yeah, imagine you know Titanfall ATAT, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, no, it looks it looks cool. I uh, I'm definitely looking forward to this. Um, I like Star Wars. Um, I'm definitely pumped for this. Um, it's definitely reinvigorated my interest, and I I'm really looking forward to a respawn game. Moving on, guys. Uh, Microsoft is having a huge. Uh, sale across the board and hundreds of xbox like content games have been discounted uh for example black ops 4 is 40 percent off crackdown 3 is 50 percent off just cause 4 50 percent off and jump force 30 percent off just to name a few so guys there's a ton of good deals out there for consumers for buyers gaming fans and at a glance are there any games on there that people should jump onto or take a look at i'm i'm just gonna have to say we're spoiled because we got game pass <laughs> so a true. lot of those games are on game pass you know and it's like man game pass is is such a great deal and the content that's in it i mean hey Shout shout out to Downer because that's that killer app, brother. You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> well, no, it's I, I true. I can't say enough good, Who's good that stuff guy? about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah. now getting a look at the list. I mean, Ace Combat Seven is a really good game. Uh, is Kingdom Hearts Three on it? Um, I don't see it. I can't remember. There's so many games. Honestly, there's probably. There's got well, there's yeah, over a hundred. Twenty six bucks. That's a good deal. I mean, if if you like that, I mean, that sort of game. It's it's some really good games on this list. I'm I think there's now. even a uh, what was it? A uh, Game Pass for like what was it three three months for a buck or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's apparently that. bad. Or was it a buck a month? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a dollar for three months. It. I think they fixed so it. So it's thirty three cents for for a month, and people were complaining. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three months for a dollar. No, get out I, no, no. I, I, we have to get clarification. If it is no, it, no. It's, it's on. It. It, it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, real. It, it's on the the homepage. You know the the dashboard. Mm. Yeah, it's there. I checked it out earlier. It's uh, no, that's good. Any way you swing it, that's a good thing, right? Like you don't even have to buy a lot of these games. They're already on Game Pass. Um, but even if you don't have Game Pass and you're still not tempted by it, like Shadow of the Tomb Raider's 50% off, that's a pretty good game right there. Um, Gears of War 4, also in Game Pass, 75% off, guys. I think that's like 8 bucks or something like that. Um, definitely should pick that up if you're a Gears fan or a big shooter fan. Uh, Bioshock Collection, 76%, no, uh, sorry, 67% off. That's awesome. I know I'm a huge Bioshock fan. 15 bucks. That's you know, it's tempting. <laughs> yeah. You know, I hate to say, you know, not to interrupt, but I, you know, like what Sal says, I used to love these, these deals. I used to love them and wait for them. But with the, you know, with the emergence of Game Pass, you look at these games and you'd be like, eh, 
this might be on Game Pass in like two weeks, two months. It's true, and and, and it really is is kind of a deterrent in a way. Yeah, uh, you like you like Game Pass is so good that you kind of expect some of these games to hit there. Or the, like for me, I want these are the games that I, I'm looking to get: Ace Combat. Uh, Which I I love Ace Combat. Uh, you know I I played a lot of it. Um, I haven't quite beat it still, but I played a lot of it, and it's an amazing game. Mm-hmm. I def definitely. How much is it with the sale price? Thirty five, uh, I think it was. Oh yeah, definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. The the multiplayer is fun w- on it as well. Mm-hmm. Well, if I didn't already o- own it, it's like next yeah. on my like backlog of games is ready to go uh i would definitely be picking up for that price considering it only came out like a month or two ago um even games like soul caliber 6 it's 60 percent off you know if you're a fighting game fan you know why not that's pretty good like they got some fantastic deals here um you know i get game pass guys game pass is great uh, a lot of the games are already in there so it makes sense to pick up game pass I mean, really, I love these sales, though, because even without Game Pass, you can pick up games for like a couple of bucks. You might find some nice indie gems on there. And, and that's my that's my next uh, query. Has Game Pass kind of ruined us? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because the, the first thing I said, well, okay, that's in Game Pass. Well, that's in Game Pass. Well, oh, that's also in Game Pass. It's like, damn, are we getting spoiled or what? Um, Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and and is that a bad thing? No, not necessarily. I mean, you could argue that you still need more variety on there, but right. otherwise, well, um, like there are nitpicks for it. Obviously, like I, I could definitely um, put out some points there. Definitely the variety thing, but otherwise, I mean, it's a fantastic deal. I mean, why wouldn't you jump on? Uh, you know, three months for a buck. If you're like, oh, hey, you know, I, I can try out Tomb Raider. I can try out uh, Black Ops and so on and so forth. Why well, not? Just imagine or- how many games you could you could play and beat in three months for a dollar. Yeah, it's it's a really it's good true. deal. There's like no excuse not to have that. Thirty-three no. cents. It's a bad deal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that's right. You were going back and forth I mean, with somebody on Twitter, right, Tim? Well, no, there was it. a lot of people. There were a lot of people that were like, um, kind of uh, making fun of the fact that this deal came about, and some were actually inferring that it was somehow bad, which is kind of, uh, you know, really curious to me. You know, I mean, listen, I know we talk about like Microsoft getting, you know, uh, a lot of times they get the, you know, they, they get they get criticized a lot, but I mean, when you have such a good consumer deal like this. And it's good for every gamer, you know, that maybe not you. Like, some person's like, well, I have those games, and they don't mean anything to me. Well, you know, not everyone's in your position. I mean, right. I remember when, when I was a kid, and I, I lived paycheck to paycheck. Still do, pretty much. But, you know, like, you know, but back then it was, like, real tight. And I couldn't buy games, and it sucked. And now you can have people who can access the service for 33 cents a month for three months and play games like fallout four gears four forza horizon four um you just know, cause uh, four just cause four yeah just, just cause four that really came out what three weeks ago i mean yeah. mon- the monster hunter uh online 
Um, I mean, it was, it's just, it blew my mind. So I kind of just like really was kind of went into the people that, that kind of were like trying to make fun of it. And I was just like, you know, like, come on here, this is stupid. And yeah, I, I really think it's funny because I didn't know it was 33 cents a month. That doesn't even, to me, that even blows my mind. I mean, you're talking about a, a cup of coffee is, is <laughs> three bucks. Yeah, about that. Well, I'll say this too: like, it's not like they're putting in bad games either. Like, you just linted Monster Hunter World. Um, I'm really tempted to download. Uh, Was it that game Vampire? That I, game is fun. Oh, that's right, I forgot. That about game that. is fun. I was yeah, telling it's a really good Megatron. Game. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I haven't beat it because I'm at the last boss and he's whooping me and I'm like, oh my <laughs> god, I don't know what to do because I can't really go back. I'm I'm at a point where I'm like blocked, so I can't go back. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, I don't want to have to start all over again. So I'm like at an impasse. But that game is so fun, very very fun. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, either way you look at, it, I mean. There's a little bit of something for everyone. You could argue the variety still needs to get better in there, but otherwise, it's good. Um, overall, guys, there's as far as the deals go for the spring sale, they're definitely good. And even if you like, you could even use uh, something like the Microsoft Rewards program to get a few games too. You know, if you're really into that, you save up your points. You know. Just so easy to like. Yeah, you know, you know what? How do you even do that? Because I, I I haven't figured it out how to use your your rewards points to buy you know games or or live and like I we I, I need like a, a how to you know step by step instructions to, what, to, to do that to, to access your rewards. Well, yeah, to to you know get games or you know buy games with rewards. I don't know how to do it. Well, all all, I, all I see is the option to like, you know, oh, 100, 100 points to to win uh, PC gaming for life or whatever. Like I never see. Well, you know, you can get this game or you know an Xbox. Well, Live. what happens is, is whenever you buy a game, and there was a ratio. Is I think they they kind of made it a little more in line, but. If you link your account to Microsoft Rewards, your which it is, account, yeah, it already is. So then you just go to redeem rewards. Go to your account and redeem mm-hmm. rewards. You might have a hundred thousand points in there. I got I mean, like twenty. We've been simply using the search engine. You use Bing. Yeah, I've literally, I've literally, I've bought a lot of games. I have seven hundred and fifty games, but I've literally probably since two thousand thirteen gotten about five hundred dollars worth of rewards. And mm-hmm. I use them back on games, so I mean, it's very it's it's simple to set up. All you have to do is link your. No, 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 no. It it already is. I already have it all linked up, and you know, being searches and all that. I got all that. But if you, and, you know, for all if you do, if you go to a web browser and you just go right into your Microsoft account, like you'll just you could just do it. You'll you'll say, uh, you know, Microsoft account, and then you'll you'll see the link. Click that. Put your password, your your username in. Put your password in. And then uh, there'll be a there'll be a picture or you'll be your icon if you. No, 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 no. I know exactly what you mean, but I don't see the option. The only thing I see is okay, you can get like a five dollar you know gift card to you know Outback or something like that, or or well, you could enter. Well, they have, but they have Xbox. What I just do is I just make it Xbox money. I see what yeah. you're saying now. 
That's all yeah, I yeah. Oh, okay, is that how you do it? You just you just get Xbox money. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's See, Xbox. I thought there was like a web portal where you can like go buy games with your uh, points. I didn't know. It was like, no, oh, they have uh, different plateaus. Like if you want five bucks, so, right, um, right, right. That's or... that's what I I didn't know anything else besides that. Or I you can get Game Pass, yeah. like right. Yeah, because someone was like, yeah, I got a controller off of Game Rewards or you know Xbox Rewards. I'm like, how in the hell did you do that? All right. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, either way, guys, there's good sales on right now. Definitely check them out. A lot of them are tempting. And definitely look into getting hitting up that uh, Game Pass deal three months for one buck. Anyways, moving on, my friends. A few days ago, publisher Focus Home Interactive laid out its plans for 2019 and into the near future. And they have entered into deals for... Uh, for games from a bunch of studios, and these include Don't Nod, uh, they're the dev of Life is Strange and Vampire that we just talked about, Sumo Digital, who did Crackdown 3, and Deck 13, who is working on The Search 2, and also Asobo, who is soon releasing A Plague Tale. So definitely some large studios here. Again, these are just studio deals that are not being bought, but it's definitely strategic. Guys, panel members, how do you feel about this? Is Focus Home taking a big step into becoming a large force in the uh, gaming industry? And do you like any of the games from these devs I just listed? Anybody? Church? <laughs> yeah, anybody? Well, for, Going? Me, for me, the best dev out of the ones you uh, mentioned is Do, do Nod. Mm -hmm. The uh, Life is Strange. And um, a lot of those uh, have been uh, actually linked to Microsoft purchases or mm -hmm. acquisitions. Um, so keep an eye out on that as well. But for me, um, I think the Life of Strange, Life of Strange series is uh, a really good IP. Mm -hmm. Well, they're talking about creating like some new uh, IPs, working with them, uh, developing strategic partnerships. Uh, they have a couple of studios that are working on some lucrative IPs, such as the Warhammer license, uh, both fantasy and uh, the futuristic 140K. And hey, you know, fingers crossed here for a Space Marine 2, because I happen to really enjoy that game. A pretty good shooter. Uh Definitely has a bit of a cult following out there. And yeah, you know, it does, uh, you know, since they have these deals, a Sobo, for example, as Tim said, was rumored to be in talks with Microsoft. But I don't know if they're entering into deals with uh, Focus Home Interactive. That might not be a thing. Although I will say, you know, with Don't Nod, like we just talked about Vampire, everybody in the chat and on the panel seems to like that game. So they're getting involved with a pretty good developer there. Yeah, they, they definitely have quality work. And you know, like I said, I, I can't say enough how much I enjoyed the game. And I hopefully I can finish the game at some point in the future. But yeah, I, I would like to see, you know, an acquisition of, of that you know pedigree you know because it's not one of them huge names that you know it's kind of under the radar type deal so you know but it was quality so it's nice to you know you can't always go out and get bungee and you know and, and you know de developers like that but mm -hmm. you know you 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 need to pad your your portfolio as well so what would you say, Bungie? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I knew that would wake you up. Yeah, <laughs> when, he, when he woke up, you rang. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, it's funny. Deck 13, too, they're interesting. They made a very Souls-like game with the Surge. The Surge 2's coming out, uh, well, soon-ish. It's definitely in the works still. The Surge, now, is that in Game Pass? Mm, I don't think so. No, that was PlayStation PlayStation Month this month. The pastor are probably uh, confused. But they did also do Lords of the Fallen as well, which is also in that sort of category as well. I'm not sure if that's on Game Pass, to be honest. I don't think it is. I haven't seen it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. uh, Clowns, how do you feel about these devs like Don't Nod, Asobo, Sumo Digital, for example? Do you think these are smart uh, studios to build partnerships with? I do. I think Focus knows what they're doing. Um, They've always been very protective as far as their reviews as well. Uh, Just from four guys, when we try to get reviews, they're very particular with some stuff. So I think Focus knows what they're doing and they're spreading out their um, partnership properly. And they want to build a diverse um, portfolio so that many gamers will enjoy the games that they help publish or help produce. I just think that they know what they're doing business-wise. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I, I just find the deal interesting, too. Uh, they have a lot of uh, interesting partnerships here. Um, like, honestly, it's a good thing to have competition in the industry amongst the big publishers, you know, kind of gets them all, you know, you, you don't want them to get complacent, right? You want them to be, you know, constantly working on new stuff and uh, doing stuff that's very pro-consumer. So I'm happy to see something like this, right? Because it's good for developers. They continue having jobs. You know what? I've said it, you know, over and over again. You know, the quote-unquote indie developers are the ones that are still pushing the lines and, and you know, new ideas and, and you know, taking risks. You know, they're not just sticking to the same old formula, you know, the Call of Duties and, and you know, battle, Battlefield and all that stuff. So it, it's nice when you see these companies branching out and, and trying new ideas, you know, uh, Hey, it, it, it keeps the, the gaming community and, and industry as a whole going forward. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I won't stay on this topic too long, but it is something that to keep an eye on. And there, there, there's even more studios involved here. I think there's like 10 or 12 different partnerships, if I'm not mistaken, just very interesting. And there's a lot of, interesting licenses involved in here like the warhammer licenses so it's very lucrative and yeah good luck with focus home and those devs involved there those studios but moving on guys to a surprising announcement a couple of weeks ago from sega and it was revealed that the genesis and mega drive mini were revealed and it comes out this september and it will have 40 classic games that include Sonic, Echo the Dolphin, and Castlevania Bloodlines, just to name a few. And the system costs about 79 80 bucks US and is 55% smaller than the original console. What do you guys think about this announcement? Are any of you interested in this new mini classic console? Do you like the throwback consoles at all? How do you guys feel about this? Clowns, are you interested at all? I, I'm really excited for this. I think they're doing it right this time because they're not using uh, the same people that did the um, those other flashback <laughs> consoles that yeah. were kind of shoddy. Um, so I, I think this is going to be a fantastic release. And if you love retro stuff and you grew up in that era, I think it's going to be something exciting to have to put on your shelf whether you play it or not. 
Um, and I think also that the titles that they put on there are fantastic grabs and very exciting for a lot of retro players. Now, did they give the whole list of the games that are coming out, or is just those? Just the, I think I they see. only released the first 10 so far. Yeah, they've only released game. like 10 of them so far. Shinobi, one of them? Uh, I have to take a look. Let me uh, just. If it isn't, it's garbage. <laughs> so it's just Shinobi, that one game. If not, you can then. Shinobi on, uh, you can play it on Xbox now. So, I mean, it would be, for me, it'll be something that just that I'll buy just to you have can, to play you can on buy my shelf. Shinobi on Xbox? Yeah. The original one? I have it. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's there. Is it still in the store? Or did they pull it? Um, I can check for you guys really quick, but I'm pretty sure it's there. Shinobi. Uh, yeah. All right. Shinobi. So the games list, yeah, Echo the Dolphin, Castlevania Bloodlines, uh Space Harrier 2. Uh what else? Uh Benjamin Earl, Comic Zone, Altarpiece, which is I think it's still available on Xbox. You can download that. Um, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Beam Machine. <laughs> Shining Force. I mean, Gunstar just... Heroes. So, no, not yet. It's going to be 40 games. It just depends. I mean, I mean, it's just for right now. I mean, for me, it's going to be just I'm going to, you know, buy it and display it and just go for the nostalgia thing. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it doesn't look too bad, you know, judging from the pictures. It looks pretty decent. I know, uh, like Clowns alluded to, they've had a lot of issues with whatever production company was working on before. Um, apparently, the last one was garbage and the games just wouldn't run properly at all. Terrible, absolutely terrible frame rate issues from what I remember. Um, I actually think you can take uh, your old cartridges if you have them and stick them in the machine and it'll work just fine. That's kind of neat. Um, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm, yeah, they yeah they have the little slot up top. No, it looks like a nice machine. I'm not really into these kinds of products. I'll admit I don't really care for the whole mini console throwback console thing. But me hey, neither. I understand a lot of people have the nostalgia for them. It's a huge nostalgia factor. Me, I would just prefer like, hey, you know, I have these brand new like high tech consoles. Just make them all backwards compatible, whatever, you know, that kind of thing. Put them on the stores, ease of access kind of thing. But again, a lot of people are collectors and they like this kind of thing. Uh, how do you guys feel about the price? About $80 American. Is that uh, decent for 40 games and... Uh... That's that sounds about right. You know, I mean, it, it, again, it's all about personal taste and you know interest. Me, if I were interested into it, I'd say yeah, that's not a bad price at all. I, you know, I'd jump out and buy it. But I don't really, I don't know. Mm. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not very uh, nostalgic type of person. So when it comes to like you know like the, the NES or Super Nintendo, you know stuff like that, I really don't care. Like I. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the OG Xbox, but I'm not really trying to go back there. I want to look forward. I want. I want the next Xbox. I want you know the next generation in gaming. Hey, we that's went way so, back in just... Seattle South with some of those classic games we played at our. Hey, <laughs> hey, great! So <laughs> it's fun. To it's be fun. honest, to be honest, and, that's, and that's I was drunk as hell. So you know, <laughs> hey, hey, 
we all wanted to be in Portugal. We didn't, we didn't even bit. talk about that. We were supposed to talk about that, but you 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 were in the in the airport, and we had to cancel. The well, show. you know what? We got to get we got to get Delilah and Boogie in here to so we could all. Yeah, talk they about ditched it. out on us too. We were trying to get Megatron. <laughs> Everyone ditched out on us that day. It was just it was just me and the me and uh, Vader and like like you think you think two show can go on. Like, nah. <laughs> no, hey, I was I, I was gonna get out from my phone no, from know, the airport. You, you were yeah, but I was like, "What are you gonna go in the bathroom?" I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> All you would hear uh, is now boarding, like thirty five twenty two. I was just now getting my, recovering my car at like one o'clock in the morning at JFK yeah, Airport, the yeah. site parking area. So you mm. were like a zombie that week. I, I couldn't even talk to you. you were like yeah. so, you had a great time. This is good, but we will talk about that. We will. Try to get that show going. Um, you know, a lot of people uh, don't know Microsoft does. You know, do a lot of things for its its good fans, and um, you know what? Uh, some some of this is not publicized and stuff like that. But you know, uh, you know, if they know you and and you're part of the community. Uh, they take care of you. You know, you know, they, they, they you know, we'll, we will talk about that on another show. And you know, and they they went above and beyond for us. You know, uh, having dinner for my birthday with everybody, it was just, it was family. It was, it was, you know, I just, I, I, I get a little choked up because it was beautiful. It, it, it really meant a lot to me. You know, like I said, it was like a family meeting. It was like family dinner. You know, we all sat around the table, had a couple drinks, and you know, wonderful food and just nice conversation. It was it was beautiful. It was it was, it was a be- time to say the least. It was yes, we had yes, a blast. <laughs> all right, and there's and there's more uh, other times to come. But but as far as on the subject, I'm not putting that thing in your mic, Oled. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Uh, you know, for me, the, those things uh, are uh, best uh, on a, on like what Xbox does. Like what Xbox does with backwards compatibility uh, is really um, underappreciated, in my opinion. Um, it's it's great what they do. You know, you, if you have the game, you can play it, and a lot of the games are enhanced. Uh, it's it's better by default. You know, uh, a lot of you know just by adding the. Uh, the up resolution and stuff like that, but you know some of these games are enhanced. And playing a game like I played Final Fantasy thirteen, I believe, and the game rivals most games this gen. That's how graphically good that game is, and that was a three sixty game. Um, with some of these 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 ports, like I said, with the backwards compatibility on Xbox One X. Uh, really just jaw-breaking on a 4K, uh, you know, jaw-dropping on, on a 4K TV. So for me, like, to get, like, and listen, I'm a big, I was a Sega Master System. He said Space Harry. I remember playing that game with my brother. I remember playing all those games, you know. I love Shinobi, but, you know, there's nothing, I, I'm sure there's nothing, that you're just playing the stock game, and you just have a box that has an HDMI out. It, to me, it's it's not worth it. And $80 mm-hmm. is too much, in my opinion. Right, right. And I think the uh, Nintendo consoles sell for a bit cheaper, if I'm not mistaken, as well. So it's an interesting price point. But you know what? We'll keep this show moving. We'll get on to a next topic. And an interesting piece of news broke out today. And speaking during a podcast, uh, journalist Jason Schreier stated that for Destiny 2, Bungie wanted character transfers for both PlayStation 4 and PC right before Destiny 2 Forsaken came out, but supposedly Sony wouldn't allow it. 
So guys, how do you feel about this? Do you think Sony would do something like that to make Destiny more associated with the PlayStation 4? 100%. Yeah, considering their attitude towards crossplay too, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, they've been a little more open, I guess you would say, in recent uh, months. But... I wouldn't say open. They, they've been begrudgingly yeah. allowing. <laughs> it, it, you know what? Sony, listen, I, I obviously, coming from me, I'm an ex-bot, you know, you know, Mr. Emerald King. I just, I don't think that they're as consumer friendly to their, their fans as they should be or could be, you know, it's just, why, why wouldn't you want to, you know, give somebody a better uh, option or opportunity to play how they want to play? Mm -hmm. Well, it's interesting too, because it's just, you know, transferring, transferring over your dad over to, you know, your save file, your character over to another uh, body another system like the PC. It's not like you're going over to the Xbox or anything like that. You're in a different ecosystem. So in a way, it is surprising that they want to do that. But, you know, they're on top of the market right now, this gen when it comes to uh, gaming. And their focus has always been with promoting the PlayStation 4. And you know what? And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, when you're when you're king of the hill, you can do whatever you want. But at the same time, you have consumers to think about. You can't be bullish on mm -hmm. that mountain, or else that mountain might blow up and you'll be buried amongst the rubble. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely, clowns. How do you feel about this? Um, I don't know if you've played Destiny Two Forsaken, but. Uh, do you feel like Sony would do something like this just to still heavily promote the uh, Destiny game on PlayStation? Yeah, absolutely, because I think they even had like exclusive deals, uh, if I remember correctly. So it's not surprising at all. Sony's just doing it business-wise to, to be king of the hill, and they can be a little bit bullish like South said. And it's just a shame because there's so many fans across multiple platforms for Destiny, including PC, that it would have been a great thing to see them allow uh, character transfers back and forth. I think, you know, it would have brought more people into it. I'm pretty sure when Microsoft buys Bungie, buys Bungie don't put a stop to this. <laughs> Here we go again. Really, Megatron, what are you thinking right now? It's going to be like uh multiplayer uh it's going to be cross cross play for everybody i think if that were the case well it's true it's yeah. true i mean that's i mean it's if it's something that they really All desire mm -hmm. you know like that would be a big selling point for uh uh to get bungie back on board especially with the, yeah with the cross play i mean Bungie, I mean, sorry, Microsoft's playing nice, Nintendo's playing nice, the only one's not playing nice is uh, Sony with the PlayStation. It's unfortunate because you're just locking players onto one console. Um, but it, it is pretty arrogant, though, you know, to be doing stuff like that, especially when, you know, people want to take their stuff with them, they want their dad to go wherever, you know, it's not like last generation where everything was just locked behind one console. It's a little more open now. So for Sony to still be doing this, it's very unfortunate. Yeah, you know, and, and like I said, in, in the the way you, the, the fans look at Sony, it's like, of course they don't have to, 
but why not just give the players what they want? Give you know they're still gonna play on PlayStation, so why not just give them their option to do what they want? Well, I guess they're still stuck uh, back a few years in their mindset. To be honest with you, like when it comes to the technology and when it comes to changing your name. <laughs> wow! Yeah, well, well, there's a mess there with, that. with that too. Yeah, some, some about a uh, gamer score or something that they have to like with certain games. Trophy, what, was that, yeah. what was that picture that was going around? You risk everything. <laughs> you risk everything, Tim. You remember that? Is Tim there? Uh, Tim, no, Tim, 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 Tim fell asleep. Dropped out. Just dropped. Yeah, but. Uh, so- but South, you're absolutely correct. That name change thing was a big, it's still a big disaster because you lose progress on a lot of Vita stuff and PS3 stuff, and uh, only some games 2018 forward are compatible now, with it. Now, why would they do that if they know there's going to be an issue? You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Of course, you know, Xbox comes up with stuff that it's completely broken as well, mm-hmm. but something as simple as, you know, changing your gamer tag or, you know, your username. Uh, yeah, that's that's a pretty big uh, slap, and you know, that that that's a rough one. That's a big pill to swallow. I wouldn't so, risk it at all. I guess you might no, forever no, be hell no. Andy Mike from now on because I'm not going to change <laughs> <risk> changing, <laughs> changing my name to like just lose everything that I uh pay for. So, oh come on, <laughs> you changed your name recently, didn't you? To like Megatron. He said, so. he said my, my gamer tag is Mr. Fruit of Balloons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you know, and then just uh, so uh, Megatron, what do you think? Uh, Xbox gets uh, marketing rights for Destiny 3? Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, wouldn't that you be something? It. Ooh, that would be something very big indeed, there's especially since Activision's not involved anymore. Right. So. Very interesting. But we'll move on to another topic that's in a lot of ways interconnecting. And recently the content list came out for Remedy's Game Control. And it's detailing all the pre-order goodies and extra content players will be getting if the game goes through retail, digital, and so on. You know, all that jazz. However, because of marketing arrangements between Sony and the publisher of the game 505 Games, the PS4 will be getting exclusive content and it'll be getting a special digital deluxe edition with extra mods, uh, an exclusive mission, and early access to the expansions for the game. Now, panel, how do you guys feel about this? Are Xbox players getting screwed over here? Is this going to be time, like a time deal or whatever? I mean, is it, well, I mean, it's so common now. No, I don't think it's timed. I think it's oh, no. yeah. They haven't really stated, but if it's not stated, consider it a lockdown forever. Mm-hmm. Like it's just unfortunate too, because at face value, it sucks. Especially, you know, the game really does remind me of uh, the the Xbox exclusive Quantum Break, and when you look at control and and it just feels like Xbox owners here are missing out on some decent chunk of content. And, you know, while I get it, I get that exclusive content does exist. Um, There's an entire edition here that's exclusive. Uh, You know, I don't even think, I mean, sure you can pre-order the game digitally, but you're not, you're missing that extra mission. 
those mods and whatever other goodies you get to it. So, I mean, guys, are any of you looking forward to this game? Clowns, are you interested in Control at all? You know, a lot of Xbox fans are going to hate me for this, but I'm not a huge Remedy fan at all. Um, oh, bum, bum, bum. cancel yeah. this fool. Cancel him. I, I'm Delete him. Man, like, him. I know Alan Wake was great for uh for the 360 days and stuff, but it's just not my cup of tea. Quantum Break, I thought the cinematic stuff was fantastic. I, mm-hmm. I thought it was cool how they did it like a movie, but I didn't like all the uh, abilities in Quantum Break. And that's just my opinion, you know? I mean... Everybody has yeah. a right to opinion. Yeah, you're, you're garbage. No, I'm kidding. No, you know what? Um, <laughs> I, I, listen, I, I'm a huge Remedy fan. And uh, Control, I, I, for some reason, I think they have a, an amazing engine that they use for their games. And even though, you know, 720 or whatever the hell it was, I think that their games are beautiful. And there's not a lot of bugs in their games. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I listen. So I'm a fan I, of them, too. I, I think they they make and craft beautiful stories and quality gameplay that you know that's pretty pretty unmatched. You know, there's only there's only a few game developers that are you know bigger and and tell bigger stories than they do. You know, they're, I they're... I miss Alan Wake personally. Like, I needed another one in my life, and I really hope Microsoft gets involved with Remedy there to make a new Alan Wake game because, hey, I need one. I'm a huge Remedy fan. I think they do a lot of really interesting story-related content. Um, They're definitely artists in their trade. Um, I'll be honest, though, guys. I'm just sick of these types of deals. Um, I know Xbox, uh, Phil Spencer has been very adamant about this too, that he hates giving deals for exclusive content and stuff like that in games, um, which I like. I like that they're very um, open about that. Hey, you know how yeah. to make up for it? You know how to make up for it? They announced it that it's going to be on Game Pass, <laughs> right? After, and then announced that they're buying Bungie, and then we'll all be, uh, all be happy. <laughs> he's, be- hey, he's beating that drum tough. Put it on I'm Game Pass, them. though. Put it on Game Pass. That would be big. Well, I'm I'm, I'm a huge Remedy fan myself. Uh, one of one of my <laughs> most favorite devs, uh, if not number one or two. Uh, love the stories they tell. I I really liked Quantum Break. I did feel that it felt short um, with the ending a little bit, and I do think that they should have had more that time. Cliffhanger, on though. Yeah, I I didn't like the ending. I didn't like the 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 the, the 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 fight itself <clears throat> i don't want to spoil it even though it's two years old or three years old yeah but for me um i don't think that sony's wrong doing this i i think that this shows that maybe there was a little bit of a rift between remedy and xbox you know they once were really you know cool partners and yeah and you know even though aaron said the game overperformed no there was something there there was definitely something there the game didn't do well okay the game the game the game should have done better and unfortunately and it's funny because you know I remember when the game came out, and I remember certain people that now all of a sudden are big, you know, Remedy fans and saying how much they're into control. They were like, you know, they were like in a private chat, oh, the game looks so blurry, it's going to get killed, it's 720p. Um, (laughs) That was the talk that was around when when it launched. It was negatively bashed 
for two weeks prior to its release. Yep. It got a 77 Metacritic, and everyone was making fun of the game. They were showing this and that. It, it, it was one of those games that was, you know, it, it, it couldn't get out of its way from the start. Um, I think with Control, I think it's going to do much better. Um, the game was Quantum Break was a great idea. It just it just fell short a little, and it was unfortunate. Um, and as far as the exclusive deal, um, you know, I'm I'm of the uh, of the um, thinking that this is a business. Okay, mm-hmm. I remember when the you know I'm going to draw a little uh, parallel, but I remember when the Yankees spent all the money, and people said, "Well, they spend all this money." You know, it's not fair. They can spend, you know, three times as much as a small market team. If you're playing within the rules, you're playing within the rules. And that's what Sony's doing. And you know what? It might affect uh, Remedy, but it's better for Sony to get these deals. And these deals, unfortunately, favor the, the system that gets them. Well, you know, and Sony is the, the, doing the practice and, and, and it works. So, I mean, I don't agree. I, I understand where Phil's coming from, that he doesn't want to take it away, but it is a business, and um, I would fight fire with fire with this type of stuff. And, and for gamers, that would suck, but it's just the way it is. Hey, they, that's just the name of the game. You it's know what the I mean? name of the game, and, and Sony's playing. They're playing to win. They're playing cutthroat. You know, they they, they, they don't want – they don't like just the thing – with Destiny, you know, they, they, they don't want crossplay. They don't want to be associated. They don't want to ever be uh, thought of, you know, um, you know, second tier or whatever. They don't want they, – they want to think Sony's the only place to play. Not, not only is it the best place, it's the only place to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know what? It works for them. And, it's, and you can't really say that they're wrong because it works for them. It's, and it worked for the Yankees back in the day when they won their championship. So – it is what it is, in my opinion. I just think that um, it, it, it is what it is. I, I can't say I'm against it because I think they're playing within the rules. Well, it's funny that they're working, well, that they're trying to get deals with uh, publishers and studios that Microsoft was very buddy-buddy with. Like, again, Bungie at the beginning of this gen. There's a lot of money given to them. And now, of course, Remedy, right? So it's very strategic with what they're doing. And, of course, with, you know, them kind of holding off for me. Three kind of buys them some time getting some extra content, right? So... It's just interesting. It's interesting what they're doing. Um, well, you know what? Going, you know, talking about remedy. I, I hope them having control. You know, basically the marketing rights on PlayStation. I hope they get the sales that they anticipate and they hope they get. And and you know, because they are a talented group, and I'm I'm a fan of them. I'm still gonna get to get to play it on Xbox. So you know, I, I'm cool. You know, I just hope this like, oh, you get an extra three missions on PlayStation and, you know, all this, you know, extra stuff that we can't play in the end. Mm-hmm. That that would bother me. But, hey, as long as we get to play the game on Play uh, on Xbox, whatever, get get your money, player. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. No, yep. it's an it's an intriguing game. Uh, sorry, go on, Megatron. No, no, no. I just was disagreeing with what South was saying. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Who agrees with South, honestly? Come on. I know, right? <laughs> that dirtbag. No, um, I don't know. Does anybody have anything else to add to this? Otherwise, we'll move on to our next topic. Nope. 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 No. Okay. 
All right, just double checking there. But it is interesting. I think uh, Control comes out in August, so we still got a while to uh, wait for that. But I am keeping an eye on it. Um, these marketing deals do suck, but I am a Remedy fan. I'm going to be keeping an eye on it. They are good developers. Uh, so moving on to a the rumor mill, and apparently Nintendo is planning to release two new Switch models in the future. One would be a budget model, and the other would be a much more well, powerful Switch, to say the least. So guys, we're a few years into the Switch's life cycle now, and games are getting more demanding and intensive. I mean, heck, I'm impressed that it can run Doom and Wolfenstein at this point. Do you think we'll see new reiterations of Switch models on the horizon in the near future? If they do make one, I'm looking forward to a bigger model, bigger screen, at the, at the very least, and a more powerful console. I do enjoy my uh, Switch. Um when I do have it, I did play it for a little while when we were out over there in Seattle. But um, I don't know. As far as the second iteration, I don't know whatever market they're trying to target. I heard that they were trying to um, maybe uh, guess phase out the uh, was it the DS? Yeah, it's still out. So maybe they'll uh, bring those guys over that way. Yeah, well, the rumor was that for the uh, cheaper, you know, less expensive model, the less demanding model, that, yeah, it would be a budget uh, model, and so it would be less money, but they would also have to maybe take out some features from uh, the Switch, whether that be, uh, for example, it could be the rumble in the uh, the controllers for all i know you know what I, i'd want i want to see nintendo push the envelope when it comes to graphics and you know fidelity I, I want them to you know get into the 4k business i know that's really not their forte but i, I want to see some you know some super mario in like high Unreal definition <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like i, I want to see them on the on the, the brink of of technology that you know, I don't get me wrong, they're they do great at what they do and and you know the engine they use. But if, like you said, if they can play you know Doom and and games like that, why couldn't they make games like that? I mean, it'd be great for us, you know, us old uh, older guys that you know grew up on Nintendo and you know, had mm -hmm. their console, but um, their fan base is all like it seems like handheld stuff, right? They're satisfied. Yeah, they sure. and and that's why they're not really selling to me because I want graphics. I want you know I want the latest and greatest visuals. Mm -hmm. Well, it depends because with their exclusives, though, I will say, as somebody who owns a Switch and a couple of their titles, that for the hardware that they have, they do do some really interesting things like. I'll say this, uh, Breath of the Wild, while it's not the most graphically, graphically intensive graphically? game. Graphically? Graphically. That's why I, I was trying to correct myself with graphically. It's not the most demanding game graphically, but like the world is absolutely massive. And they it does have an interesting color palette to it. And there's all kinds of missions to do. So they do stuff their games with content. Um, but yeah, they won't be the most graphically demanding game out there. Um, well, besides me on the panel that owns a Switch, who else owns a Switch here? Clowns, do you? I got uh, one. Yeah, I'm the only one that doesn't. Megatron has one. I have one. So. I got one. 
need that friend code. We need to friend code up. Get some uh, Mario Kart going. Yeah. I got one. I know Clown plays uh, Sea of Thieves on his. Yeah. <laughs> yep. um, I mean, you know, with the Switch revisions that you guys are talking about, um, I really do think that they're going to make a smaller revision just to capture the 3DS handheld market because they want to phase out the 3DS and they're starting to phase out some of the titles. I mean, realistically, uh, it's so past last gen as far as, you know, what it can do. So if they can capture the 3DS market and convert them to Switch owners, um, that's just a huge grab for Nintendo. And it gives them more power with developers and partnerships. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, it does make sense that they want to do it considering the uh, the console itself is meant to be mobile. Although... I'll admit, guys, I just have it docked to like 99% of the time. I don't take it with me. I'm just like that because I don't want to break it. But mm -hmm. I do like the console. I'm really looking forward to games like uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, Deus Ex Machina, like a lot of their exclusive stuff. Mm -hmm. They do have some really impressive games coming out in the near future. And I would imagine that they'll have some more partnerships. Uh, they already have Platinum Games for one. And they seem to be very buddy-buddy with Square Enix at the moment. But, yeah, it would be interesting. Do you guys think it would be possible for them to have a 4K console? Or would that be too much for their on-the-go Well, Switch? in the situation, in the situation um, uh, that you have 35, 35 million Switches that are in the wild right now, so... If they make a more powerful 4K docked type uh, switch with an OLED screen, kind of like an Anaconda idea, mm -hmm. uh, it might be possible to be play some of the games at a 4K resolution and, and exclusive. But what you won't have is you won't have a game that can run on that and not on the 35 million switches that are out there. So you're always gonna you're always gonna kind of be uh, you know, you can always kind of be developed to that lowest denominator. Um, so your multiplats, you won't have superior multiplats because, you know, you're basically, you know, you're deving for that, the, the, the original switch. But I do think that there is a possibility that, you know, uh, you could have a more powerful uh, switch um, that could possibly do some 4K output on the docked. Uh, I doubt that that's going to happen. What I think is going to what I think is going to be is going to be an OLED, uh, better screen, um, faster processor. Uh, you know, just a, a, a bigger screen and then a smaller screen type deal. Uh, maybe to uh, encapsulate the uh, 3DS market, like uh, you know, Clouds um, was was talking about. But that's what I think. I, I don't really think. You're gonna have too much. I don't think you're gonna have a a, a super powerful switch uh, that they're gunning to for power. I think it's more about look stylish and a better screen and a smaller, you know, two options type deal. Yeah, yeah. They did this before though. They didn't they do this with the uh, the DS, didn't they? Like make it a little bit more faster, and then only certain games could run. Yeah, the new 3DS is what they called it. Mm -hmm. Yep. So. Hmm. It ran, uh, I think, it Xenoblades Chronicles or something. I think that was one of the games made for the new 3DS. Oh, okay. 
Hmm. Interesting, interesting. But well, I, you know, um, one thing I want to say though, and I think this is very possible. I think that Microsoft and Nintendo at a friendly point, right? And I would not oh, yeah. be surprised whatsoever if we saw new Switch revisions run xCloud. I would not be surprised whatsoever. Oh, yeah. That's definitely going to happen. That I mean, I, I, don't know, uh, I, but... think that was, I think that was actually in the works. I think that maybe rumors heard that, that this got called off because uh, somebody got cold feet. But, yeah, that's... Microsoft's all about that. They're, they would love to have xCloud on uh, Switch. But, you know, if you're Nintendo, kind of like what Sony's thinking, um, which they're, they're not like Sony, so that's the, you know good thing with the, if they do a partnership. Uh, you know, like, think about playing a game like Call of Duty that you can't play on your Switch natively, but you can play on xCloud. Does that take away from the Nintendo experience? So, I don't know. I heard that it was uh, it's was being worked on or rumored to be worked on, um, but there's a little cold feel a feet, and um, there's no plans right now for it. But it, it's possible for sure. Yeah, and um, the the ironic thing is that the protocols are there for it, built into some of the Microsoft first party games like CFDs, like uh, Tim Dog mentioned before. Um, there are things that you could do to the Switch right now that probably most casuals and most players wouldn't do, but you can run, run Moonlight allow you to stream uh, select first-party games that are part of the GeForce experience, um, and you're able to play that on your Switch or even your Vita right now. So the protocols are there for Microsoft, and I think they're just trying to get everything you know worked out in the future. I don't know how quickly something like this can happen. There's probably a lot of back-end stuff that you know, they got to talk about license and everything, but I think it's strong possibility, man. Very. Would it be good for Xbox or bad for Xbox? I think it would be good. I think it would be good too. I, I personally was surprised at the reaction that I, that you know, barring some people who went off the deep end, uh, you know, some prominent Xbox fans did go off the deep end when this news came about. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for me. I think it would be a good thing. I think that, you know, what's what's bad about being able to play... I'd rather play, put it this way, I'd rather play my Xbox Game Pass games on Switch where it has controls on it and stuff like that versus phone. Absolutely. Yeah, and you can, like, at work or something, on a quick break, lunch break, you play in your car or whatever. I mean, it's just a, a perfect opportunity for both companies to succeed there. You know, it'd bring more people into the Xbox ecosystem as well and more reasons to sell Switch on top of that. So it's it's a, a double positive. Mm-hmm. You know, and they also, they, they get games, access to games like Ori. Ori 2 looks like it'll probably go over their Cuphead. Uh, I, I, I don't think games like Halo Infinite are going to be able to be played natively on the Switch or be programmed for the Switch. But I do think that if they do have xCloud, then... You know, from what I'm gathering from xCloud, the questions I've asked and kind of, you know, poked around, you know, it looks like you're going to be able to play everything, which to me is is crazy. And I don't think, that, I don't really think, that, I think, I don't really think they're going to be in charge or it's possible that they just include this with Ultimate or Xbox Live or something, uh, the way they're, they're talking. So it's really interesting to see what they're going to do. Uh, X Cloud, uh, I, I, Cloud, we talked about 
the 5G aspect, you know, um, that's really, really the big thing that, you know, the, the, the monkey in the room that, you know, it's, it's hard to talk about because a lot of this stuff is not even finalized or, uh, you know, um, ready. But, you know, 5G and, and the latency that goes along with it, um, you talk about playing on, on a phone or uh, uh, a, a, a TV or anything, your latency is ridiculously low where you can pretty much play as close to being played as you're playing locally. That's that's how close 5G makes it. So, uh, yeah, this stuff is really, you know, is, is exciting. So it's, it's going to be exciting in a couple of years. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Nintendo does with their hardware moving forward. Obviously, the games are getting more demanding and their competition is upgrading at a rapid pace so it makes sense for them to do something about it as well but moving on guys we're getting towards the end of our show but before we leave let's talk about what games we've been playing the past week uh clowns we'll start with you what games have you been really into the last few days the past week uh, is there anything you've been really really grinding away at probably rainbow six siege um i'm back into that again for the next few months probably and uh, believe it or not, I'm really big into Pinball FX3. I love Zen Studios and I love Pinball, so I've been playing a lot of that stuff. Very nice. <laughs> All right. Very good stuff. Very good stuff. Man, I haven't played uh, one of those pinball games in a while. Yeah, that's a long time. Remember the old I school one you used to play with your keyboard on the computer? You know? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah, the Windows game. Windows game, yeah. Man, that brings back the memories. Uh, Megatron, what have you been playing recently, my friend? I've been playing the hell out of Division 2. Uh, I'm so hooked mm -hmm. on that game. Um, so between that and um, Far Lone Cells is a uh, awesome, awesome uh, indie game. It's an uh, exploration adventure, I guess, game. Uh, kind of along the lines of like uh, Inside. Mm -hmm. but it's really fun and i recommend people go out and play it uh we were talking about indies earlier how they just indie developers how they just just they take that risk and they get you out of the norm of things and um you guys it's what's it, about 15 18 bucks i think right now on sale yeah, i think it's like 15 what's when it I, when I it's called far lone sales and you're like operating this like some type of ship you know it's got a sail it's got the steam engine it's like a a a ship but it's like on the land it's on land it's like a land ship or something i don't know what the hell you call it it's very reminiscent of like he said inside journey um i compare it to also like planet alpha like games like that i um, love the sound the art direction it's just it's just I, I just i love games like this and just you know more and more i used to be one of those guys that were like eh, indie games give me the triple a explosions and Big, you know, stories and, you know, but this game right here is just, I love it. I mean, I want everybody. You found your inner self. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you, um, if you got the, the extra cash, um, and I think you'll be in for a treat. Um, and, uh, just go check well, it out. 15 bucks. It's, you know what? I'm, I'm at the point where I'd rather buy it's, 15 than 30, 30, you know, and, and it sounds pretty good. So it's an extremely entertaining two and a half hours it takes you about multiple playthroughs to get um 
to get all the achievements. I think two or three uh, playthroughs get all the achievements, but it's about two and a half hours long. It's extremely entertaining. Um, it's a great pick up and play uh, game. Um, you guys should just check it out and just uh, trust me, you'll be uh, you'll enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Especially if you like that side. Absolutely. I saw you uh, record some video for that on Xbox and dang, like I thought the art style looks really nice. The sound, as you were saying, like it's very tempting. I may have to pick it up soon. Um, you definitely sell it pretty well. Um, Southbound, what have you been addicted to the past week? Just like my man Megatron said, Division 2 is just... I, I haven't been playing a lot of games, but Division 2 is 99.9% .9 of it. And you know what? That game, I was saying the other night, man, it, so far it's my game of the year. I'm loving it. And one thing I was kind of tripping on, because I love the first one, but it seems like this one isn't as vulgar when it comes to like the, the graffiti on the wall and all that. Not that I have a problem with it, but I think that some people are like, hey, you know, Snowflake. No, yeah, <laughs> no, no, you know, no, 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 drawing phalluses all over the walls and, you know, this and that. So, yeah, I, I thought they, they kind of toned it down a little bit for, you know, being kind of like apocalyptic type scenario. They uh, definitely toned that down, but it's still like the end of the world. You know, where's everybody at? It's, it's a trip. I, I really, really love the game, and it's so fun, especially when you're playing co-op with friends. And oh, we've had a few nights. What, just re I don't remember what day it is, what was, but it was just recently. I mean, you were playing for quite a long time, right? Yeah. <laughs> playing with Boogie a lot, and uh, the game is awesome, man. So, yeah, hit us up if you guys, uh, anybody out there. That yeah, I was, play, I was playing with Bone and, and Sam. Like we were talking pre-show, and you know, we gotta have a TXR type deal where we stream. Even might even do something, possibly with four four guys recorders. Maybe uh, possibly okay. play them in game or whatever, or do something of a collab, or mm -hmm. just even do something on our own. Uh, we we're looking to do that, and uh, that should be yeah. in the future. Mm -hmm. absolutely keep an eye out for that it would be interesting to do a collaboration a collaboratory stream a little versus match of a game between uh, TXR yeah Mortal Kombat you know get the blood spilled across the walls on the floor with uh, TXR and four guys we need a, we need a Rocket League rematch from Black yes. Wars, four oh, years ago that That's Rocket when I met League was awesome the first time I, I met Clowns that was the first and he, I think you had a different name I think you changed your name a little bit there but uh, yeah I had uh, Italian Clowns and then they finally released the older gamer tags again and I had Clowns back on the OG Xbox but you know, things happen back then when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Tim, Mr. Tim Dog, what have you been playing this week, my friend? Well, I have to admit I haven't been playing that much. I've had a pretty rough week of work, but I did finish Guns, Gore, and Cannoli Part 2. I think I talked about How it last is week. It? Yeah, it's I'm, a good I'm... game, man. It's, it's, it's a... A fun old school type game. Can, can you play co-op? Because the first one, I, that was the only I, thing that was missing. I, do, I think you can, to be honest. I think you can. It was Xbox Live. But, uh, I, you know, I played it uh, single player. I, I kind of like single player. I, I, I honestly am getting to the point where sometimes I don't like playing with other people because I feel like it sometimes messes my game up or I can't concentrate because I'm kind of um, 
guess ADD. Like I, I can only focus on one thing at once. I can't do two things. At, so you can't walk and chew gum at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I have. A, <laughs> I, I either do one or the other. So a lot of times when I'm playing a game and I'm talking to dealer or cult or you guys, you know, I either talk to dealer or cult, and then I don't. I'm not even playing the game. Uh, so I do sometimes just like to sit back. Uh, and just enjoy a game, you know, go do not disturb. And I did that with Guns Gore Cannoli, and, and, you know, it's, you can finish it in a day, you can finish it in six hours. Uh, but it's fun, and it's the, the commentary is fun. Uh, it, it interconnects the first game, which I thought they did a really good job. And uh, I have to admit that, uh, again, they, they've impressed me. If they do Guns Gore Cannoli 3, I will be there again. I highly recommend the game for the price. I think it's only fifteen bucks. Uh, but don't don't quote me on that. It's um, it's uh thir- it's twelve ninety nine. Thirteen bucks. Yeah, the, that's a home run, you know. And it's nice achievements too. So if you're an achievement person, you know, you get it's it's pretty fair. Uh, the other thing I'm waiting for, uh, clowns. Uh, we were talking about this. Uh, see a thieves update. You know, I have, I have clouds. Do you have the the insider update on your dash? I do. Yep. It doesn't work, right? Because I tried for like twenty minutes to get in there. Assassin, assassin got in. What does did he like it? Because that the the, the sound, that's not, the update sounds really cool from what the things that I I saw and what I've heard. Yeah, uh, from what they're doing to it, it definitely does sound cool. Like, you can blow up now, like, you can blow up uh, an anchor. You can blow up uh, the masts. You can blow up a steering wheel. Um, so the arena portion, and that's supposedly in both games, too, uh, the adventure and the arena. But the arena is, uh, I really, uh, uh, I remember playing in, in South. I think you were there uh, at E3 when, when we played the Sea of Thieves, the first one, right? Were you there? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And you remember how there. much fun that was, right? When we were playing. When we yeah, were it was a blast. Versus. Yeah, that oh yeah. That was fun, and that's basically what Arena was. Yeah, so we were I, playing with Craig, remember? Yeah, 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 we were playing with Craig. And uh, Ran, Duncan, yeah. the head of Rare, and uh, Rare Studios, and, and we were playing, uh, I think Jeremy was there, the annoying guy. Um, Rand was with him. We know how much he loves Tia Thieves. Yeah, yeah. Rand was there, yeah. Um, and we all played, and, and it really is a fun mode. Uh, and supposedly it's five ships. When we played, it was four on. It was wow, four five. ships. Now it's five, which is really cool. So basically, it's 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 kind of you're going to a spot on the island where you're going to pick up some treasure and. You know, it's going to be, hopefully, they make it really good treasure and good loot. And you're going to be fighting and and uh, going crazy, you know, uh, trying to get this merch on your if, ship to, to trade in. If they make some private lobbies with that, man, we can have a, we can have a four guys with quarters versus right? GXR versus GWG versus ILP versus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the private libraries, I, that must be, that's not done. When that's done. Right, that's like the like the awesome thing, Which, but not many people do it. I think it's tough to do, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Yeah. Do, does MCC have private libraries yet? I'm not. Sure. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't played that. that in a while. I, I don't. I don't think it does. But I, I heard it was rumored to have that. But yeah, when it, you know, 
if you could get, if that'd be really cool, if you can get a bunch of like the ILP ship and uh, the four guys recorders ship, the TXR ship. Uh, get, get your buddy dealer. <laughs> dealer. The dealer hates the game, I think. Does he? That, that's yeah, crazy because you really, know he's a big Xbox fan, so. Yeah, no, he's fair though. I mean, he 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 and I went back and forth on it, but he made some very fair points. You know, yeah, it's all about particular taste, right? You know, right. One guy's well, he cup was of tea. Expecting, he was expecting more, and I, you know, listen. The criticism at the beginning was 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 warranted in a lot of aspects, but some of the shit that they got too was unwarranted. But if you really look at this game, I'm gonna shut up about it. Uh, now, uh, you have to say it's a success. There's no way around it. It's, it's a success. And with this update, uh, it's going to be further on more success. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. Well, I guess I'll talk about with the games I've been playing. And I played and beat Devil May Cry 5, guys. I went into it not really knowing what to think. I heard a lot of good things. And... Wow, I just, I love the high energy of the game. Yeah. Awesome, like, guns blazing. Like, there's a lot of variety to do with the characters, different play styles. Uh, just lots of high-octane action. It was just, it's a visual treat, to, uh, to say the least. And really, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly, and I highly recommend it to everybody. I do have nitpicks of it, like, uh, the missions were a little... Um, short in a lot of areas but otherwise fun game visually it's a great treat too like it's a very beautiful looking game and overall like it just wants me like i want to get back right into it it's just that good so i yeah. highly suggest it um what else i started playing below from game pass i downloaded that i was looking forward to playing it but i'm not really thinking it's my cup of tea right now it's kind of a different kind of a game <laughs> They went um, the wrong way with that game. They should have stayed on course. Yeah, like I like the art style of it, but I'm just kind of mixed on it at the moment. I'm still early on, but I don't know if I'll really stick with it. To be honest, I do really want to play Vampire, as I was saying before. But the next game in my backlog that I recently got that, well, it's probably one I'm going to focus my time on next, is Ace Combat 7. And, hey, you know what? I've been seeing dealer post videos of it right now because he bought it on sale, I think, on the uh, Xbox Spring Sale. And he's having a lot of fun with it. It's really getting me geared towards playing it. So I am definitely going to check that out probably tomorrow. Let, after let me know when you get it. We'll play some multiplayer, bro. Oh, yeah. It does How have multiplayer. How much is it? 35 bucks? Yeah, it's 35 uh, now. 30, 35, I'm 36. I'm really tempted to buy that game tonight. I just hear good things. Plus, like... Just even little things, too, that I really enjoy. Like, I've listened to the soundtrack to it, and it sounds amazing. Um, I don't know. It just looks like a real treat. I, I can't wait to get into it. It looks like a lot of crazy fun. So You guys got to get Division 2 so we can all play. I got it, but I, I, I'm, like, I, I'm kind of turned off with the multiplayer aspect of these games. Like I told you, I'm just not one of those multiplayer guys that can really focus on both. Um but, like, I, I would like to play Division just by myself. And I heard you can to an extent. But I'm just I'm kind of fed up. Tough. Yeah, I'm kind of fed up with these games that you just have to find people to play with. Mm -hmm. and, and they just level you up. And, you know, you don't know what really happened. 
you know, you go, you just like swift through the story. You don't really, you, you don't really build and establish anything yourself, because when you play with somebody of an elite level, it just take they take you there. It's it's more like you're hanging out with your buddies and you know they're beating up everyone or whatever, taking care of everything. Mm-hmm. And I just I, I I kind of just 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 down on that type of game model right now. The anthem, the division two destiny type deal absolutely well with that said guys that wraps up another episode of txr and guys love the input and discussion throughout the show and to everyone that was in the chat it was a blast having you in participating and listening in but before you leave please don't forget to leave a like and share this out again it's always subscribe well, if you'd like to, go right ahead. No, do it now. Do it now. I demand it. No. You better. <laughs> hey, I'm not forcing anybody with a gun to their head, but, you know, if they happen to like the content, I mean, uh, you we'll might as well come us. back, right, guys? That's right. But, yeah, no, honestly, guys, it's just greatly appreciated from our part. We really enjoy talking games, gaming culture, gaming topics, the rumors and all that jazz, and just interacting with everybody from the community. So it just... Always greatly appreciate having you guys listen in, hearing us banter about uh, all the stuff going on in gaming and our passion for it. But anyways, non, now on to the outros. Uh, Italian Clowns, it was a pleasure having you on, my friend. Uh, where can we uh, see you at? Where can people find you? Um, well, thanks. It was a pleasure being here, guys. I really appreciate the invite. Uh, every Thursday night, four guys with quarters, usually 5, 530 now is the schedule. Uh, 4GWQ presents, which is random, maybe once or twice a month, where we interview people in the comic industry and talk about comics. And then on Fridays, Crossfire and Saturdays um, on Tick Podcast. Oh, and you can also now listen to 4GWQ and iHeartRadio. Nice. Nice. Fantastic. All right. Hey, we guys, we got to uh, look into that. But uh, no, that's our fantastic. Old buddy, our old buddy Mike, who's probably one of my favorite, one of my favorite podcast buddies, love that guy. Talk oh, about a guy who, who knows the industry and knows gaming. He's uh, you gotta tune in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys, definitely check out Four Guys of Quarters with uh, you know show favorite Mike Inferno and the rest of the gang, telling clowns, assassin, really put on a really good show. Definitely, definitely check out the friend of, friends of the channel. Uh, let's see. Moving on to more outros. Southbound, where can everybody find you at, my friend? Get your boy up in, on Twitter. Southbound110. You know, I, I like to talk to people. You know, it's good to hear other people's, you know, passions and, and gaming. You know, just just to bullshit a little bit. It's, it's nice to, you know, to chit-chat. So hit me up. Or, you know, you could, you could hit me up on the Xbox, Southbound110. And, uh, you know, let's get some gaming going. Yeah, all right, all right. Megatron, where can these good people follow you at? Um, Same as before. Uh, on Twitter, Megatron underscore 1975. And on Xbox Live, Megatron 1. Let's play some games. Hit me up. Yeah, all right. And, uh, Tim, where can these people follow you at? Well, I'm on Twitter, Beastfire Tim Dog. And pretty much that's it, you know. Uh, I'm going to do this show. Uh, next week, just a reminder, I don't think we mentioned it, but we're going to do it. Um, 
mm-hmm. might not be here for Easter. Uh, that's tentative right now. It's possible. We're talking possible Saturday. If we can, uh, you know, see if we can make schedules meet. That's probably unlikely, but uh, if we're not there next week for Easter, we will definitely be back the following week. Uh, I have to say, uh, clowns, uh, thank you for coming. Um, you really uh, always a pleasure. Always awesome to talk to. I've known you for how long now? Uh, you know your podcast is one of the best podcasts going. Four guys recorders. Appreciate you coming down. And just uh, overall, the show is uh, the. I really felt like we had a nice show. Good flow today. And um, just hit us up. We'll be on nine o'clock. We'll be getting some guests. We'll probably, uh, you know, uh, look to get some uh, Xbox people on here and um, move forward. Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks for that, Tim. Yeah, next week's episode is tentative right now. We're still working out the details there because it is the Easter long weekend, so a lot of us might not be available. But certainly after the fact, uh, the week after, we'll be on. Uh, But we'll let you guys know. Just uh, be sure to follow us on the TXR Podcast Twitter to stay up to date on all things TXR. And with that being said... I'm Invader. You can find me at my YouTube channel, Invader Gaming, and of course on Twitter at Invader underscore 1886. Thanks again for everybody in the chat. You hey, what, what about Megatron? Did, didn't he give his outro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm tripping. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm, I was reading something, so yeah. I, was, I can't let, let out my boy. Good job, but, Sal. Right? <laughs> I would not Good job, Sal. Wake up. Real quick, yeah. though, clowns, clowns, it was a pleasure having you, man. Um, I love your show. You know, I've been following you guys forever, and my kids listen to your show, too. Yeah, Thanks, and, man. And Jeremy Downer friend. sucks, just so everyone knows Jeremy <laughs> Downer. He's playing Sea of Thieves right now, I think. Yes, he's a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> Trump vote. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, probably listen, he's probably listening right now under a bridge uh-huh. in LA <laughs> as I'm uh, struggling to talk right now guys that's the end of the show you get, all take care of yourselves and uh, take it easy bye guys love, love. later <laughs>